Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. 2 Kings 7, 3-20 Four lepers relate Aramean's flight. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why do we sit here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and we will die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore, come, and let us go over to the camp of the Arameans. If they spare us, we will live, and if they kill us, we will but die. They arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Arameans. When they came to the outskirts of the camp of the Arameans, behold, there was no one there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Arameans to hear a sound of chariots and a sound of horses, even the sound of a great army, so that they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Therefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their donkeys, even the camp, just as it was, and fled for their life. When these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they entered one tent and ate and drank, and carried from there silver and gold and clothes, and went and hid them. And they returned and entered another tent and carried from there also, and went and hid them. Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. This day is a day of good news, but we are keeping silent. If we wait until morning light, punishment will overtake us. Now, therefore, come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they came and called to the gatekeepers of the city, and they told them, saying, We came to the camp of the Arameans, and behold, there was no one there, nor the voice of man, only the horses tied and the donkeys tied in the tents, just as they were. The gatekeepers called and told it within the king's household. Then the king arose in the night and said to his servants, I will now tell you that the Arameans have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, they have gone from the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we will capture them alive and get into the city. One of his servants said, Please, let some men take five of the horses which remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they will be in any case like all the multitude of Israel who are left in it. Behold, they will be in any case like all the multitude of Israel who have already perished. So let us send and see. They took therefore. One of the servants said, Please let some men take five of the horses which remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they will will be in any case like all the multitude of Israel who are left in it. Behold, they will be in any case like all the multitude of Israel who are already punished. So let us send and see. They took therefore two chariots with horses, and the king sent after the army of the Arameans, saying, Go and see. 
the promise fulfilled. They went after them to the Jordan, and behold, all the way was full of clothes and equipment, which the Arameans had thrown away in their haste. Then the messengers returned and told the king, so the people went out and plundered the camp of the Arameans. Then a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, according to the word of the Lord. Now the king appointed the royal officer on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gate. But the people trampled on him at the gate, and he died, just as the man of God had said, who spoke when the king came down to him. It happened just as the man of God had spoken to the king, saying, Two measures of barley for a shekel and a measure of fine flour for a shekel will be sold tomorrow about this time at the gate of Samaria. Then the royal officer answered the man of God and said, Now behold, if the Lord should make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he said, Behold, you will see it with your own eyes, but you will not eat of it. And so it happened to him, for the people trampled on him at the gate, and he died. Luke two twenty-two through 35 And when the days for the purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens a womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And he came in the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are releasing your bondservant to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and for a sign to be opposed. And a sword will pierce even your own soul to the end, that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Go somewhere else to the towns nearby, so that I may preach there also, for that is what I came for. And he went into their synagogues throughout all Galilee, preaching and casting out the demons. And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he sternly warned him and immediately sent him away. And he said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news around to such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city, but stayed out in unpopulated areas, and they were coming to him from everywhere. So, the way of God is good. The way of God is right. And when God makes a plan and that's what we carry out, it just brings nothing but good. But whenever we get involved, 
men get involved and a lot of times we mess it up. Now, starting with Luke, you know, the, the actual um, presentation of Jesus at the temple, the dedication and really it's his circumcision and um, everything that was involved with that. We notice that Simeon, why, why is Simeon's story so, such a big deal? Well, the thing is this, Simeon, he was being obedient to the Spirit, really. The Spirit told him, hey, guess what? You're not going to die until you get to see the man's, the Son of Man. You get to see the Messiah. You get to see the Savior of the world. So you're not going to die until then. And he just said, okay, accepted that and lived his life knowing that that's all he was really waiting for. I mean, he lived his life like normal, but he was anticipating the Messiah's arrival. So he was ready. Now, there's another person in the story that we didn't read about today, but it's Anna. Anna, the priestess. Anna was a widow whose husband died. And after her husband died, the one thing she did all the time was spend her time in the temple. She just went to the temple day and night and prayed. That's all. So for Anna, she didn't have to be led there by the Spirit. Anna just so happened to be in the right place at the right time because she was always in the right place. So all of her time was spent in that good place. So whether led by the Spirit or whether just being consistent and faithful and loyal and not moving from what God had her to do. Either way, two people got to see. They got their different ways, but they both got to see the Messiah just eight days after being born, as he was being circumcised and dedicated at the temple. So now going to Second Kings and the story that God's the one God's the one who caused the Arameans to flee. God's the one who who uh, had them to to hear, you know, horses' hooves and get all scared and run away, which left it to where these blessings could be poured upon his people. But then man got involved and said, well, maybe we don't need to just go in. Maybe we need to kind of uh, tiptoe around it because we don't know. We, we really don't know uh, the, the full story here. So we just heard it from these lepers. So we might just want to be very tentative. So they acted out of fear rather than just fully accepting this gift that God had given them. Didn't end the same for them. Or the leper. The leper who comes in. Th this is I think this is with Mark 1, 35 through 45. I believe this is a, a bit of a warning to us too. Jesus flat out told him, I'll heal you. The leper came to him and he said, I'm sure that you'll, by your power, you can heal me. So Jesus felt compassion for him and did it. But then he gave him a warning. His warning was based on 
look, my plan is to be able to go in and to preach and to, to raise awareness and to bring people to following me this way. I don't want them necessarily to come flocking to me for healing or anything like that. I know that's just going to bring trouble and make it more complicated. So he just told him, just don't tell anyone. Go to the temple and offer your your um, sacrifice of thanks for being healed, but don't go telling everyone. And the leper was so excited for what Jesus did in his life that he couldn't hold it back. And all he did was just go around and tell everyone. And it made it more difficult for Jesus and his disciples to do what they wanted to do. We need to be looking for God's plan. We need to be seeking after God's plan. Because when we decide that our way is better, most of the time, we mess it up. Father, thank you that your way is is good. I just pray that you can help us to find clarity and, and, and um, understanding in your way so that we can have the courage to live it out. Help us to seek you and your desire and your will in our lives every day. And let that be the uh, guide for how we make it through the day. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.